0: Hello, and welcome to Remember God Loves You, and I'll meet you at the finish line. Well, I hope you guys are having an awesome day, because I know I am, because today is a day that the Lord hath made, and we shall rejoice and praise and be glad in it, and God is good all the time, and all the time, God is good. You know, there seems to be, this can be a special episode, and you're probably wondering, Why would you make an episode about fear, F-E-A-R, four-letter word? Why would you make an episode about that? Well, I think we need to, I want to address to you something important about that. Because we live in a society where Satan just prowls around and he just seeks and destroys. And it's interesting that with the word fear, I have come up with a, a phrase and a word about it. And one of the things that Satan or Satan loves to use is that word. And so he wants to, we're going to break down that four uh, letter word. It's so simple, but it means it has a deeper meaning unto us. And especially as brothers and sisters in Christ, it's got such a heavy, a heavy heart unto us. And so, what we need to worry about is is that we need to make sure that God is still prevalent at the end of the day, and that no matter what happens, we need to make sure that He is, we are obedient unto Him. And so, with this in mind. We have a certain criteria that we need to go for. And number one, the the word that we're going to start off is false. That's letter F. Now, <clears throat> we are given false narratives, number one. Number two, we are putting in a false situation where we have to believe a lie that is completely false. And it's interesting because we, of course, as Christians, live in a, 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 a backward society, actually. I don't know wh- where we are living in, actually. Where half of the things, where, you know, when you typically support something that is uh, such as pro life, you know, killing babies. So it's so cut and clear, thou shalt not murder. But it's interesting because Satan loves to twist that. enough times where he says well there's stipulation there's like criteria and then he uses all these nice words to just twist it and rebuttal it and it's interesting because when we use that we are then believing a false lie so now we have more people now being accepted to kill babies I mean, let's think about it. We have more people trying to do that. And, or we also have more false peoples or false truth of stating, oh, well, okay, if killing, well, it's not bad killing babies. I mean, what's next? Well, pretty soon you're going to say, okay, well, let's maybe kill babies up to a couple weeks or potentially the day it's born. Oh, but it's not considered killing. It's considered, uh, um, abort is, is considered a woman's choice. And that's another thing is, so the gravity of living a falsehood is that it's out the window. So now we live in a false society that now thinks it's okay to believe and to kill babies. And we also, another word that I love to think is false is that or that we believe in this false lie or in that Satan loves to use is saying that, well, God loves everybody, you know, he is a just God, you know, he is a lover. He loves you no matter what. And you can live your life however you want. I mean, we have people that literally live by that statement each and every day, and that's scary. God is not, I mean, don't get me wrong, God does love you. He does. But if you do not turn your back, if you do not churn from your wicked ways, you will face the wrath of God. I loved what, I saw a preview, I really want to see the movie called... Uh, I can't remember what the movie's called. Uh, It's called Unchanged or Changing or or Afterlife. I want to see that movie. It's uh, by the producers that wrote Sound of Freedom and I think uh, The Blind. I want to see that because I want to see what it has. And I watched the preview of it. And holy cow, I would love to go to heaven. I loved how they showed the pictures of what heaven would look like and what people depicted of heaven and... How, you know, they thought they died, but, and medically they did die, and you see God's hand working in them. But on the other hand, the flip side is, is that, well, that's all good. You know, that shows you the the narrative saying that there is a heaven. But another thing is a lot of people say that hell does not exist. And that's another false truth. Well, in that um, afterlife, I can tell you. I definitely do not want to go to hell Um, hell is a horrible place I would never want to wish out upon even my worst enemies and a lot of people overlook that and they think us as glamorous we have stairway to heaven and we have highway to hell and I mean it it's like we glorify in it and we have holidays that are paganistic holidays that glorify hell and that they bring a little bit of hell on earth and and they dress up in this satanic red and and they distort God and they make mockery of God and and some of them say, well I'd rather go to hell because it's like gonna be a party and I mean you really think gnashing of teeth is gonna be a party? You think yelling at the screaming at the top of your voice, losing your voice and being on fire, you think that is glorifying? You think that is some glamorous thing? And now that, but you also think that you hearing other people scream at the top of their lungs and being tortured, not just for a couple of years of your life, but eternity. You think that is glorifying God and you think that is joyous? I'm sorry. I have no idea what my heart really goes out to you. If you really, really think that way, because you are, that is a mistakenly wicked thing that i wish upon nobody and i get in this phrase you know how everyone goes to heaven Ah, that's another lie everyone goes to heaven well i'm starting to realize that heaven is a lot the gate is a lot narrow than i thought it was i really did think that the gate was wide that was my own that was my naiveness. I really thought it was a small, narrow gate that was just, you know, not very big and just not very, like, it was, I'm like, okay, everyone thought just because they're a Christian. That's, okay, that oh, you're a Christian? Oh, you must be going to heaven. You're a Christian? Oh, okay. So we're all going to heaven together. But growing older and living through life and experiencing what the hypocrisy of life, of what Christianity is, it blows my mind. You know, especially my experience this past fall and or this past spring, and a lot of you were along with my journey, and it sucked. And that's where I came. That's where that key phrase came. Just because you call so yourself, just because you call yourself a Christian, doesn't mean you're a Christian. It doesn't. I can just because I talk behind a mic doesn't mean I'm a mic, is it? Or just because you go start your car doesn't mean that you are your own car. I mean, it, it's so simple and not only that, but along with that false truth, it really fragments and puts a really bad taste and saying, okay, well, another, another truth is that Satan loves to pull and that false lie that he loves to play is that all Christians are bad people. They're not accepting. They are, they are horrible people and there's so much to do when you accept Jesus Christ or God doesn't answer your prayers. That's another. I notice as doing research and and all that. God answers every single of your prayer, but it might not be the way that you want it to be answered. That's another truth, and it literally, actually, we've read, gone through it multiple times. He answers your prayers, and he answers it out of love. Doesn't mean that he loves you. Doesn't mean that he's going to say, "Okay, well, you know what? No, 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 no." You know i don't like i don't love you i don't like you're not important no he cares for you he cares for you so much that he sent his only begotten son to die on the cross for you how awesome is that what more do you need i mean have i gotten frustrated when my prayers haven't gotten answered yes i have gotten frustrated but did i walk away from god no was i bitter at god yes And that is a mistakenly, that's a mistake that I think all of us each, we all make. So that's another false truth. So another, as we go through evidence, that's another word. What do we think of evidence? We think that we have to come up with something every single time. Where is your evidence? where's evidence like the atheist and if you talk to somebody that is not a believer if you talk to agnostic person if you talk to people they are they always hound on you about where is the evidence see it's one of the biggest things that is hard where's the evidence that you got better where's the evidence or where's the evidence that you got healed from cancer where is the evidence well I'm sorry but the evidence is my faith in God. The evidence is me. You saw me in the bed almost near death. What more do you need? And now look at me now. Now, I'm not saying I was near death, but that's an example. But you also look at your own life. Haven't you got to a point where you were so sick in your life that you didn't know if you are going to move on or carry on? And a lot of people want to refer that to okay, where is um, where's your evidence or where's your proof? Well, you don't need proof. You don't need evidence. You have the scripture. The scripture could be, that's as, that's as black and white as you can get. And see, the thing is that Satan loves to pull that card. Show me the evidence. Because he knows that he can shut you down by that. And he also knows that people can shut you down by that. And that is a very alarming thing to know and to see as well so as we you know the evidence is so hard that there's so much evidence it's all black and white that people don't want to actually believe it because it's like a too good to be true like well okay God actually created the stars he actually created this how awesome is that he created the galaxies is not the Big Bang Theory oh my goodness you know, or, and that they can't find the actual evidence, so they come and beat around the bush, but they hound you for evidence, and then it goes back and forth. Now, the other one that I really want to really touch on is appearing. Haven't you also noticed when you are appearing, when you have to appear, uh, like enticing it all appears to be good like i'd like to say you know i'm not i'm going to try to refrain from p- politics but some of these christian uh mormons will stick with the mormons because they are a a religion that i think it's a cult- cultistic religion and i think that we need to look at at them and realize that they appear to be good people You can appear to be a good person, but in your heart, you don't, you don't know who God is. I can appear myself to be something I'm really not. And I can appear myself to be a so-called Christian, but when push comes to shove, you're going to truly see my true colors, or I can appear myself. To be somebody that, oh my gosh, I love God, or I love God, and and but at the same time, I, you know, like, like I'm homosexual. You can you can appear to be Christian and live a a backwards life. You can appear to do that. Is it healthy? Absolutely not. And we have a major issue with that. So the Mormons love to say that, that they want to appear good. Now, they their intentions are good of reaching out to the communities and the BYU. But man, my heart truly goes out to that religion. Because they are teaching their people wrong theology. They are. I'm sorry, the guy n- never saw Jesus and never saw the tablets. In New York City, in a I think in an eight eight-story building. He never saw any of that. He never saw the two angels. He never saw any of that. It was just all hearsay. And I'm also sorry, but those ta- those two tablets do not exist. The only two tablets I could see that do exist are the Ten Commandments, Noah's Ark, and that's pretty much it. Other than that, nothing else exists. From the Mormons. And we also see. That when we try to appear ourselves to be somebody that we're not, it actually takes energy. And I have, I've tried to actually live this life. Yes, you're probably wondering, oh my gosh, it's awesome. You did? How could you? I did. Because I was insecure about myself. And a lot of us also tend to do this. And a lot of us do it out of fear of not being accepted. A lot of us do this. Maybe we fabricate where we come from. You know, I love, I have my group chat, and um, it's called Saucy's Ranch. And it's a great group of friends. And I would tell them things, hey, you know what, I live a crazy life, and, you know, all these things. And it's interesting because some of them are like, really? Nah, you don't really live. So I created this chat to actually prove I do live a a crazy life. So, my appearance it can be truthful. My appearance is not deceitful, number one. My appearance is not condescending and not saying, Well, I'm better than you are. No, it's none of that. And so, when we look at that kind of a standpoint, we also have to, you know, live in a glorifying body and live in a glorifying aspect of life. So, enough of putting away a show because eventually one day you will be exposed and that is satan does not like that when you get exposed so you can appear your appearance you can appear to be something that you're not but eventually you will slip up i like another thing that i think is true is that you can pretend people that are um tell the people that oh i got money i got money up the wazoo and and all this shenanigans well pretty soon they're going to be wondering, well, where did you get this money? Or what do you do? Or aren't you a little bit young for to have this much money? Or why are you traveling so much? Or how come I don't see any pictures of you traveling? If you say you travel a lot and you say you have a lot of money, you expect to kind of finesse or you, th- you kind of share and say, look at me, I'm in Taiwan. Or look at me, I'm in Hawaii. I'm traveling all over the all over the earth and stuff. Or look at my brand new car. So you can appear to have that, but you will slip up one day. And it's what you do because you're going to lose a lot of friends. So you never want to appear. Have an, you never want to appear somebody that you're not. So another one that I want to kind of come up with is real, real. The reality of life. I want to really, that's the thing I'm going to end on. The reality of life sucks the real reality because you look out open up the door step out the front door if you're in Madison step out the front door if you're in Los Angeles San Francisco the list can go on do you honestly think that you are in a good environment you have witches doing practicing doing weird spells you have people glorifying satan you have satanistic people you have horrible things going on but do you honestly think the realism in the realistic life is good Wow, well, now let's be in the real moment you know or let's let's live our life as if it's our, let's party as if it's our last day so the real so we have to put on a fake facade to think that okay well we're not going to live in a realistic life we're going to we're going to do drugs to live on the outside of our bodies so that doesn't make any sense So I think we also have to look at the bigger picture of life, that when we have a realistic life standpoint, it makes us want to go towards God even more. And Satan doesn't like to have you face reality. He doesn't. And we are seeing this. And I can tell you, this generation has been so ignorant on this standpoint say oh yeah reality or real the real consequences of potentially supporting actually real consequences of supporting hamas um there's not going to be real consequences to it no it's just i i was just i was ignorant and i was just stupid and there's no real actual consequences well there is real consequences that's probably not going to job j-o-b other consequences are that you're probably not going to you're probably going to lose a lot of friends and that you are uh might get, you might actually get in trouble for. it. But the sad part is we don't we live in a society where accountability is out the door and um now if you support Israel or if you support anything that is uh pro life your real consequences are going to be thrown in jail. And if you're a Christian that you if you truly live by the word your real consequences are losing your friends and putting and being hunted down and being martyred for your faith so it's what you do with those it's what you do with that word fear and it's interesting because i have dealt with that word fear it has crept into my mind many times it's a word that i truly do not want to live day by day because it tells us not to live by fear because fear eats away your flesh, it, it makes you age faster, it, st- it steals your, like, your soul, and it steals your joy, it actually steals your joy. And that's what Satan wants. And so when we have, and a lot of reason why the Christianity is so under attack heavily is because you have people that are jealous because you are not fearful. You have people that are jealous because you, you're more joyous than they are. And so with this in mind, I want to end with a word of prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, I I just pray that our hearts are not fearful. I pray that we can just run into your arms and that we are not afraid of what the world brings and that we can run towards you and that we are optimistic and that we are awaiting your return. And Lord, I pray that if if you call us home tonight, I pray that we can go into the, you can welcome us with open arms because you truly are an awesome God. Lord, we are so blessed and we can only imagine how you're feeling when you sent your son to die on the cross. Our hearts go off for that. Our hearts tremble because of it. And you truly love us and you tell us not to live in fear, Lord. So I just pray for anyone that is living in fear. Anyone that is believing the false lie, I pray that you can just break that fear chain, that false, that false lie. And like your scripture, truth will set you free, Lord. The truth is that you love us, you care for us, and you are waiting our return. Lord, may you give us the strength and the energy to continue the race that you have set before us, so that when you cross that finish line, Lord, we can run into your arms, and we can hear you say to us, well done, my good and faithful servant. And in Jesus' name we pray, amen and amen. Well, I hope you guys have a blessed day and remember God loves you, and I'll meet you at the finish line. Bye. The sparrows now worried about tomorrow, oh, the trouble's to come. The lilies now thinking about the seasons, the drought all the flood. The trees.